people asked our families to leave their town. And you destroyed our homes. We went into the mines. You set off your bombs and turned everything to ashes. You made us what we've become. Boom. 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 Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm not Dylan. Neither am I. (laughs) Uh, Tonight we're going to be talking about Wes Craven remake movies. We're going to be talking about The Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left. Um, Not Nightmare on Elm Street because that remake sucked. And not nipples. They're blacklisted. (laughs) Yeah, nipple talk is taken off the table tonight. We can talk about dicks but not nipples. Yes, exactly. What the fuck? Okay, so um, the Hills Have Eyes. It was released in 2006. It was directed by Alexandra Aja. I'm really bad with pronouncing names. French director. Um, Wasn't he a huge Wes Craven fan? Well, yeah. The screenplay was by him and Gregory Gregory Levasseur. Again, really bad with names. Killing Is he French too? Yes. It's not your fault then. <laughs> The French. You don't they, speak French. Even if it wasn't French, I'd still butcher it. Um, and you make fun of me. You stumbled over like Russell. <laughs> yeah, there's was, was some simple ass names you were messing up. Bob. Roussel. Boob. <laughs> Who's Boob? Um, <laughs> Roussel's way prettier than Russell. Yeah, so I right. I found different things on the internet. Um, Aja and Levisur. I'm just gonna call him Greg. Um, <laughs> Greg. They were uh, they were good friends, like childhood friends. They worked on the film High Tension. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I watched it a long. Does that time have something ago. to do with cliffs? <laughs> what cliffs? <laughs> Are they mountain climbing at all? I don't no? think so. Okay. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I just think high and then tension like a rope. No, it. it You're thinking like crazy tightrope walkers, <laughs> psycho. No, it's a it's a French extreme film that came out in like. What does that mean? Five, four or five. Like, French extreme. Really gory. Ooh, I don't like gore. Like I don't like. Okay, I'm not like ooh, ooh, gore. I'm like ugh, gore. I'm over it. Okay. Anyway, um, they worked on that film together, and I found different things on. So I found something different on the internet. We watched a making of documentary that's on the DVD. Um, on the documentary, it said that. Aja met with producer Marion Madalena. Again. Here we go with these names. <laughs> um, they were oh, talking about... He met with oh, the producer. Yeah. She said that she was working on... I literally got all the green ones. Take those. Um, so she had said that they were meeting about working on a different project. And Aja had found out that they had the rights to The Hills Have Eyes... And asked if they could. He pretty much said that um, he and Greg. Uh, See what you did there. Yeah, they had. That's one of the movies that they bonded over when they were younger. Was the original movie, and they had this like really big passion for it, and they had all these ideas for it. 
So, um... Now, did they, like, apply for the rights, or they, it was, well, like, something where it was just, like, I open? think they, they brought it up, and, um... Madalena talked to Wes Craven about it, and he was a fan of High Tension, and he he was in the, the documentary that we had watched, and he was actually really excited because, like, it, I, it was awesome that this young filmmaker that had this passion for, like, making films mm-hmm. loved my movie so much and had a vision that he wanted to carry out with it. So he was cool with it, and he produced the remake. Um, on the internet, it says that, like, they had just requested to make the remake, and Wes Craven, or, Wes Craven offered them the part or so. I don't know, I found a bunch of different things. Like, different that, theories on that, it? That, I'm gonna go with the first option, because that's literally directly from them, mm-hmm. and that we saw in the interview. But, um, yeah, Wes Craven was all for it, so, when they went to make the movie, um, I'm sure he gets some sort of money from owning it. Oh, yeah. Royalties um, or something. Aja had said that they had played with the idea of making it, making the cannibals more deformed. And um, they had studied a lot of, like, the Hiroshima attacks and Chernobyl, yeah. like, the effects of radiation through, like, Chernobyl and stuff. And, um,. Came up with these concepts, basically, of like what they wanted wanted them to look them like. To look like. Um, on top of that, they wanted to stick with the original script to an extent, but they wanted to add something of their own to it. So a lot of so it that's, was the original script. Then. Yeah, there's a it lot. It seems of, like a lot of what the um, the deformed people yeah. seems like their lines were very similar to the original it didn't seem like there was a lot added for them it seemed like more like the family was well what like they, the development of them rather as far as like what they wanted concept they yeah. all were playing the same characters what yeah what they added in was the um the town at the end yeah what they wanted to add in and if you watch this it's pretty much like a cut and dry remake of the original up until that point where um the main guy, I can't remember his name, goes to the town. Yeah. And he's looking for the baby. Um, which I thought it was a good addition because that's one... I think when we covered the original, that was one of the complaints I had with the original was the end felt kind of rushed. Yeah. Where this, there was more of like a, a fight with it. But we'll get into it. I don't want to jump too far ahead. Um, casting. Did you recognize the dad? Mm-mm. Think about it. Listen to his voice. I'll give you that hint. Yeah. Listen. I, I I would not have guessed looking at Ooh, him. I'll give you a hint. Are you ready? Are you about a size 14? I'm Googling this right now because I don't try to fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. There's no way. Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. You can tell I, you, when he starts singing, like he, it's like that. Yeah. Little, okay. Like, so creepy. Voice. He you know what? Yeah. I guess that he doesn't look. He doesn't, he, look, at he doesn't look anything yeah. like him anymore. No. Holy shit. So yeah, Ted Levine, uh, the guy who played Buffalo Bill, played the dad in the movie. Did um, you guys like my hints? By the way, please comment and let me know. <laughs> um, 
I didn't. Re- wow. I've watched this movie so many times. I yeah, didn't I didn't recognize them, it. And and usually, I'm, I'm really good about that. Like, usually, like if I see somebody and I recognize them from another movie, I'll be like, oh, that's so and so. I think it was like, like about this. 15 years apart from that. So I've like 15. Like, yeah. I guess 15 years is a big difference. But even like, then, I can usually do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but that I did not. And catch I'm not that even at all. saying like he aged badly. He just looks very different. Yeah. But he is bald. So I, I, said, yeah. I said something to Sierra about it because I looked. I was doing research when we were watching it, and I was like, "Holy shit, is that really him?" And he came on, and I was like, "I, I couldn't. I still couldn't see it." He goes, "So hey, I told Sierra, do you recognize him?" And I'm like, "No." Yeah. So the part where they're driving through the desert, and he's singing, "My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean," and he's doing it like the monotone voice, and it's. I was like, "This is." I just picture Buffalo Bill like <laughs> driving. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But a lot of pretty much That's all crazy. of pretty much all of his lines and actions were improvised. Didn't we recently hear the song from Silence of the Lambs in another movie? The one where he's dancing around? Yeah. What movie was that? It was like a couple days ago. Oh. And you're like, Of course it's this song. Like It was one of the indie movies. That's when we were watching a bunch of indie movies a couple weeks ago. Fuck. I wish I remembered. Was it the one about that kid who was a drug addict? Probably. I didn't um, really like I So the, the movie were just... the movie opens up um there's like a bunch of scenes of like deformed children like babies and Oh yeah, stuff. and there's like pictures and um, shit, right? Those are actually pictures from the effects of Agent Orange from the Vietnam War. No, that sucks. Yeah, fun fact. Um, Don't you love when your job exposes you to dangerous chemicals? <laughs> Me too. Um, this movie and the original were based off the legend of Alexander Sawney Bean. He was the head of a Scottish clan who reportedly killed 1,000 people to feed to his inbred family. Oh, yeah, I did read that, yeah. Um, Bean and his family would set booby traps for travelers and then attack. King James VI found out and killed Bean and his family. Um, a lot of people say that that never actually happened, that the Scottish, or, um... It was a smear campaign against against the British. Against what. the British, or was or, it against like the them trying from to from the British towards, towards the, the Scottish. Scottish? Probably that. Yeah. <laughs> them damn incest Scots. <laughs> um. They'll eat your children. When they were making the movie, they wanted to film it. Wes Craven wanted to film the movie where they filmed the original, mm-hmm. but when they went to the location where they filmed the original, they found out that there was a bunch of condominiums built. Oh, like all over that <laughs> yeah. that area. That's so, why you Google first. So they were looking around the U.S. for locations, and they couldn't find a good location. Which I mean, it's the middle of the fucking desert. I'm sure you could. You can find desert. the desert with some hills. Yeah. Come on. But um, so they ended up they ended up deciding to film it in Morocco, and the studio didn't want to film it in Morocco because they were afraid of terrorist attacks. But after looking for another location, not being able to see one, it was they just best. yeah, they just went with Morocco. That's well, crazy because yeah, that seems really ridiculous for like a horror film to go like that out of the way for it. Yeah, and thinking about like thinking about that, like it doesn't. It, Is it like it doesn't literally the feel... state of like Nevada and New Mexico just fucking deserts? Pretty yeah, much, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It I don't know. Like, I've never like, been to the to the western states, but they are. That's what I've been told. So when they were making the film, the temperatures would rise up to 120 degrees during the day. During the day, and yeah. like what? I'd quit. I don't know. Like I'd 50 at night. Probably cold at night. I'd be like, Yo, um, we're going to Morocco. I ain't going. <laughs> Find someone else. 
Not that I have anything against Morocco, but I have a it's huge It's really pretty, issue but like I feel like heat. I feel like they could have easily done the same thing here for probably You probably would've hot no matter where you want though. Yeah, but I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, like parts of Arizona and shake it up to like the one twenties, one twenty five ish area. But I'm just saying, I feel like they really could have saved a lot of money by just like kind of scoping out somewhere in the desert here that we have. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Yuma, they, Go uh, Yuma. <laughs> um, area fifty one. They found the location in Morocco though, and they ended up building a gas station for the the beginning scenes and like the mm-hmm. scenes that take place in the gas station. The gas station was called Gas Haven. Suinam. Yeah, lawsuit. <laughs> um, they called it Gas Haven though because it rhymed with West Craven. West Craven. Oh, that's Gas cool. Haven. What are they, Doctor Seuss now? Apparently. Um, <laughs> I think if I remember right, gotta love the French. The mining caves that are in the movie. They found those to like film at. Well, I guess that they, was plus. You know what that thing? Okay, the mining caves didn't make sense to me. And this is why. You ready? It made it, it started up as if they lived in the mining caves. Mm-hmm. They don't live in the fucking mining caves. They lived in a town. Didn't think that through, friends. Sierra also brought up, she's like, there's no cell phone service, but they're watching Divorce Court. <laughs> I wonder if they use them as, like, highways. Like, you know, Bigfoot's use, like, the power lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as far as the film itself, um, I think when we m- covered the original, my exact wording was the original felt like a walmart version of it this does movie. it really does i yeah. now i watched this before i watched the original so did i this was a lot better than the original in my opinion i'm on the same page i saw this so i I'm trying to think I, I watched it like right when it came out but i can't remember if i saw it in theaters or if i like brought it like got it and brought it home maybe you watched it um, with me I didn't see it in oh. theaters. I remember I wanted to see it in theaters so badly, and um, nobody would go with me to see it. Really? And uh, I, I remember what hyped me up to see it was um, there was a TV spot, and I, I tried to find it because I was telling Sierra about it because I figured she'd appreciate it, but um, it like it had all these clips, and they're really creepy clips, and then it was like the scariest film since the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's my end. Which is uh, what they what they were marketing as, and uh, I, I was really hyped to see mm-hmm. it. And then I ended up renting it uh, probably as soon as it came out because I watched it probably I think in two thousand six. But um, I remember I fucking loved it. Little so much. fourteen year old Dylan, thirteen year old. I think I saw it in theaters. I really do because I wanted like I don't know. I want to say I saw it in theaters. It fucking freaked me the fuck out though, and yeah. I had never seen the original. And I remember watching it, and I was like, "Dude, this movie's so fucked." Mm-hmm. I think that the um, the remake did a much better job of making it very obvious that these people were affected by um, radiation. Radiation, or, exactly. Um, because their deformities were much more obvious, except for that one dude in the coat at the end. Like it that to guy, me, the guy at the end um, in the making of documentary, they said they were showing like concept sketches, and he was originally going to have like a parasitic Siamese twin or something. Oh my god. Yeah, my favorite deformed guy was the guy who was singing um like what was it America the Beautiful or God Bless the USA whatever and he's like in his like little the dude with the big head. wheelchair and his like head's so heavy he can't hold it up so it's just took our homes that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the dog fucking tore him burn them to ashes the best asset that family had was Beast 
the dog. Yeah. yeah. Beauty was useless. She was a fucking, obviously. So, I think what sets oh. this movie apart, because normally when you talk about remakes, um, 99% of the time, it's bad. they're not yeah. good. Yeah. It's negative I think, shit. I think what sets this apart. People are going to be mad at us for this opinion. I don't think, I don't so, think so, because I think that I truthfully, like, my honest opinion on this is, like Dylan said, I feel like the original, like, once you see the remake, and I just feel like it's very much, like, what are you, I thought she was, like, scared of something. She's trying to hide chewing chips. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, muffle um, I'm sorry, I'm just so hungry. No, I thought I said something wrong, because Sarah's, like, got her hand over her mouth, like, I was, like... Don't say that. But it was just chips. You'll have a um, James Gunn situation. Right. I probably do. <laughs> <coughs> but like Dylan said, um, it is very much like when you watch the original, if you've seen this first and then you watch the original, it's like watching the Walmart I, version. <laughs> the, the original to me, it was like, I don't know if it was that it was slower or that it was boring to me because it just felt like it took forever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. This one, I felt, it was just like, it is very cookie cutter to the original, but like the way that it's done, it's very, it's darker. I like the walkie talkies and I like, I like every time they go, Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby think, was so cute, by the way. Ruby, the deformed girl, was so fucking cute. I, I, it's like she funny had like too. these big eyes. Like I feel like. Like, I know she was kind of funky looking, but it was, like, like adorable. You know, I asked Dylan if I could adopt her. It's interesting, too. Like, um, no. a lot of the mutants, like like Ruby, for example, she didn't have any makeup done. They did... That's all CGI. Is it really? Yeah, they had a... They did the, like, dot thing where they have the dots on you and they... they like they did with Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah. But it... I think it... Like, that's probably the best CGI i CGI, seen, yeah. Um, Usually we shit all over CGI. Yeah. yeah. Um... That's kind of a bummer, though. What I was going to say, though, is I I think the general opinion about this movie is that it's better than the original. Um, I think what... I'm not a huge Wes Craven fan in general. I think what sets it apart from other other remakes, though, are the fact that Wes Craven was helping out with it. He was amped for it, yeah. Yeah, he produced it. It gave his blessing. And not only that, but you could tell that this wasn't a cash grab movie, that it was... Something that they were the, genuinely yeah, excited they about. They had appreciation for the original movie and kind of like Never Hike Alone. Yeah. Name dropping. And they, but they stuck, they stuck with the original script for the most part. But they made it their own at the same time. Yeah, they put their own like their own feel into it without completely fucking the movie or changing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, like ninety percent of the remakes. This movie, even like. I've watched it a bunch of times, and I know everything that's going to happen, but still, like, still we watched it, jump, right? we watched, not jump, but we watched it the other night, and, like, it gets my anxiety going so bad. I think a big part of it is the music. Yeah. Um, it does have a really good, it does have really good music. The I don't whole, remember the music except my body is over I, And that, the, the America song. I feel like this movie could be easily split into, like sections too like there's the beginning where they get stuck and then there's the overnight like because it's really just one overnight that they're yeah. there and that's when their camper gets attacked by um the two mutants i don't know mars and jupiter i think yeah um i'm pretty sure the, you know the fucking sailor scouts they get attacked <laughs> here we go um gets attacked and then there's the third part which is uh, the main character going to get the baby. So I loved the um, I love the 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 growth of that. What's his name? 
The husband. Uh, that's why I, I'm gonna look it up because I keep Ugh. forgetting his name. Dylan, you took notes and you didn't even write down their names. No, I took notes on the making of the movie. Dylan like, doesn't take notes on anything important. I swear. Hold on, let me get his name so that I sound smart. There Doug. Doug. Doug was a weak ass pussy. <laughs> that's what you needed to know his name. <laughs> you for. needed his name to clarify that. And huh? he had such a growth in this movie. Like sincerely, like he was just such a little bitch. He's like, your dad doesn't like me. I don't want to be here. Like, shut up. Dylan's dad doesn't really like me that much, and, and it's all right. You know, you deal with it, and it's fine. But Doug came back and fucking massacred, and it was badass. And he was I, covered in blood, and he gets the baby back from Ruby, and he's like, covered in blood. Well, that's so what badass. hyped me. That's a dad. That's what hyped me up with it. Um, the first. That's what got me excited about this movie, though. The first time that I watched it, I watched it with Austin, I think. And by one of my friends from high school. So it was in 2006 that you watched it. It was probably 2007. Um, but you gotta remember, movies didn't come out as fast on DVD. From oh the no, theater. it was like then they seven, eight now. month wait. Yeah, but I remember, I was super fucking hyped when he just like turns into a badass and like stabs the dude in the fucking shoe with the dog. It. Yeah, we were like because. Typically, horror movies, you just sit there and watch everybody get massacred. It's very rare that you get a movie where you get to watch them fight back. You're next. Yeah. So, it was, like, we got super it's excited. It's when, the, and when it's, they, like, decided that, nope. They don't want to be scared anymore. Yeah. And it's almost reminiscent. The final girl. It's almost reminiscent of, um, like, Last House on the Left. And they, it wasn't just Doug, either, who did it. It was also um, his wife. Bobby and Brenda. Bobby and Brenda. They were, like... Alright, Doug's gone. He's gonna go fuck some people up in the desert. We're gonna stay put here and fuck some people up here. And they did. They blew up the whole fucking RV. It was genius. They like tied, they like taped matches to the bottom of the door and they put sandpaper under it. And then they put the propane tank on and let the RV fill with propane. And then they led the guy into the RV and the guy like shoved his arm through the, the window and they caught him in there and tied him up and then left. And then when he finally got, you know, around to getting in, cause he thought they were still in there, he opened the door and the matches lit and it blew up the whole fucking RV. I want to try that one day. Not to blow up a person, just blow up like a random <laughs> RV in the middle of the woods. <laughs> you don't want to do that? Smokey the Bear would be so disappointed in you right Well, now. I wouldn't do it during, like, the burning ban season. I'd do it in, like, November. I'm pretty sure that's when burning is, no, like, still no, kind I... of... Okay, fine. Fucking October. It rains a lot. All right. Anyway. The, uh... I won't do it unless I get permission from the fire department, okay? I think that's why it gets... I think it's why it's better than the original, though, as you see more of their fighting back. And it's like, this came out before the remake of Last House on the Left, but you can compare it to the original in that these people that were fucked with get their revenge. Yeah. On. So it's a very similar kind of movie, I guess. Um, but you get, and I guess you get that in the original too, but not to this extent to where you see them fight back and you are like, I think that's what I think that's where a lot of the like the anxiety gives you comes from too is because I think that's something you don't get to see a lot in horror is the people fighting back and I think that when you see it it's kind of nerve-wracking because you're like you want them to win so bad and get out of that situation that you're like okay like every little thing that like happens you're like why did you do that 
Did you guys love it when they burnt Big Bob? <laughs> that was the worst, like... Uh. And, uh, well, of the... Of <laughs> <laughs> the, like... Because there is some bad, like, effects in this movie. It's not flawless. I think those were probably the worst effects when he was on fire. Yeah. I love the mom. I'm usually more for practical effects, but... I like you like you were saying before with the CGI. It's really not bad in this, and mm-hmm. I think that it. I they think that it was more fire. beneficial for this than it would have been if they did. Well, practical. I think the big thing too is that they were doing explosions, and it's like. Plus, they spent all their budget going to Morocco. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there goes practical effects. Well, the budget the budget for this movie was fifteen million, and it made sixty nine point six million. So it made. Why quite can't a lot I make money. that kind of money? Wes Craven like, got ninety percent of that. But like. Yeah, no, uh, a lot of a lot of the CGI was big, huge booms and fire and shit, which it always looked really bad up close, but usually when they, like, did the pan out from far away, it looked it looked pretty legit in mm. that manner. It was just the close-ups that was a little wonky. Now, this movie had a sequel that came out, I what? think. The Hell's Have Eyes. They made two? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? I don't know, because the first one did so good. Yeah, but, like, how did they, like, did they call Wes Craven and was like, yo, um, if you made a second one? No, um, the second one actually was written by Jonathan Craven. Son? Brother? Yes. Cousin? Uncle? Son. Son. Um. How do you have a cool name like Wes, and then you're going to name your son Jonathan? (laughs) Um. My, Jonathan, I'm too badass for you, son. Jonathan Craven and Wes Craven wrote the second one, and it was directed by Martin Weiss. Um, it wasn't as good as this movie. I've watched it. <coughs> I wouldn't know. Maybe I'll watch it one yeah. day. It came out a year later, so it came out pretty fast after. Um, Riding on the coattail. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Um, I mean, it wasn't terrible either, but... It was, was nowhere it, near as good as the first one. Right. So it wasn't as bad as the wrong turn movies in general? No, it, it kept the quality. It just, um, it didn't have, like, the, I don't know. It was about a group of, like, um, train, like, military trainees, and they get stuck in the caves where the people were living or some shit. I don't know. They were living in the village, though. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even think it brings in the village in the second one. I haven't watched that one since it came out. Maybe they're, like, shunned from the village. Maybe they're, like, even too cannibal-y for them. So they get shunned to caves, you know? Like, they're, like, the cannibal cannibals in the world. The cannibal cannibals. <laughs> you might be onto something, Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I um, always like to keep my ideas going. But I don't have too much more to say about this movie. Do you have anything else to add before we go into ratings? Beast was the best. I didn't like how it ended with the binoculars zooming out. Like, you could have just given it a happy yeah. ending. Eh. I feel like that's kind of minor, though. I don't f- feel like it really took too much away. It wasn't like... I feel like we've seen watched it that had way worse endings. If it bothered you that badly, you could have just shut it off two seconds earlier. That's true. You okay, literally were like... Touche. No, you were literally like watching it like, I hate this part. And then you watch it. <laughs> it didn't change anything. Did. You could have legitimately just shut it off and it wouldn't have made a difference. But you were like, I, I hate just, this part. I really like I really like this movie a lot. I think it's great. I just, I think that it's it's really nice to have a remake that you aren't 
I mean, even, like, I think had I seen the original and then went and, like, watched this this week, I think I would have went into it thinking something totally different. Like, I would have been like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're doing fucking sequel, like, uh, remakes. Because I, you just get such a bad taste in your mouth for remakes that it mm-hmm. kind of makes it hard to watch There's them. There's so a few that did good. And um, so I- watching this first and then watching the original, like, I was really amped for the original. And I got really let down by the original. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, no, was like, I, was I had seen this first and I had never seen the original. And then I watched it. And because we had done an episode on the original a while ago. And I was just like, dude, this fucking sucks. What movie did we do um, with that one? Last House. No. Yeah. No. We did a that wrong turn. We did like like cannibalistic hillbillies episode. It was a mutants episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was episode. all cannibalistic. I think it was that and wrong turn. I don't remember if there, there was, was a third probably a third not. movie at that point. There definitely had to have yeah. been. We're still doing three. I prefer I doing two, guys. I'm sorry if you guys missed three. Um, if you missed three, let us know. Comment. Don't, we'll, still, we'll still do two, but <laughs> it's nice to know where you stand. Yeah. yeah. If you want, we'll start doing one, and we'll start talking really slow. I'd shoot myself. <laughs> Chernobyl Diaries is the other. Oh yeah, 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 that was. That one does not fit with the other two. Like I, I understand why they were put together, but that one does not fit. Yeah. Um, are we sorry? Are we going into ratings? We can do ratings, yeah. Okay. So I think like when it comes to terms of remakes, there's like maybe five really successful horror mm-hmm. remakes. Um, I would say that this is one of them. I, I think that um, the original really did bum me out, and you was. Craven purists are gonna hate me, but I really do prefer this one over the original. Um, I think that it kept your attention better. It was more exciting, um, and it was more fun because you got to see like the um, little details you didn't know you should see. Well, not even that. You you got to see uh, a man pushed to his breaking point come yeah. up and fucking destroy. You know, um, and I don't think that I think that that's always something people want to see. They want to see that you got your revenge or. Or you got what you needed from them, from from them, or you know he saved the baby, he saved the day, and he was the weak character. So I think that any movie, not any movie, but when they do it well, that underdog like that, story, that underdog story, I think that you know as a viewer you're always gonna really have fun watching that. Um, yeah, I think I would give it a seven. Okay. Solid seven. You want me to go? Sure. I'm going to come in here with a 7.5 on this. So I think it's obviously, like I was just saying, I like it a lot better than the original. Um, normally, I'm more of like a practical effects because I, I don't, there's something just gritty about them. They're fun. But the CGI didn't take away too much on this. Um, I think it helped it. Uh, and again, back to the whole budget thing. I don't think they would have had the budget, you know, because Morocco. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> um but I, I, this movie creeped me the fuck out, especially like watching it when I was younger. It, it freaked me the fuck out. And I mean, you know, it came out, what, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to get into how old I was. Um, I would have been like 18 or 19. Um, A wee little lass. <laughs> It just, it, I mean, it definitely, like, it definitely, like, freaked me out, though. I think it's, like, the mutants in this, like, the practical effects of the mutants in the original was fantastic. It really was. Like, they looked, they looked creepy. And well, there the was, one guy like, didn't have any makeup done Yeah, in the Michael original. Yeah. Um, He's just weird looking. But they, like, the effects in it, as far as, like, makeup and stuff, it was believable, but it was, like, it was well done. It really was. There was just, like, a darker 
eeriness to the characters in this movie mm-hmm. in comparison. And I think that that... I don't know. I think that that resonates a little bit more. And it, it definitely gives it, like, bonus points for me. The one looked like Sloth. True story. Oh, that is yeah. True. Because yeah. I saw him, I was like, just, yeah, I love you, Sloth. And he'll yell back, I love you too, Junk. <laughs> he would. He just was, like, I don't understand why he wasn't wearing his suspenders in a Superman shirt, though. Sorry. I was really confused. It was so today. sad. It was. it was laundry day. Um... It's just, I, I really like it. I think it's a really good movie. It's definitely creepy. It's it's fun to watch. I don't think it took away, like, it doesn't take away from the original at all. If anything, I think that it takes a story and a movie that was, you know, all right for its time, even though a lot of people viewed it as trashy and ill done. And I think that it, it definitely makes it modern without losing anything. And I think that it is one of the few gems that are able to make it a little bit better, so... I'm going to go with a 7.5. Solid. I am going to give it an 8. Look at you. Don't just handing out those big high ratings. Wait till we do candy. the Horror Fest movies. They're going to be hit or miss. It's going <laughs> yeah. like, to be like, I give this one an 8. I give this one a negative 3. Yeah, they really are up and down. That still they sucks. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8. I think it still holds up um, where a lot of the... I mean, we've been talking about 2000s movies a lot, and where a lot of the 2000s movies, like, really, even though it hasn't been a lot of time, they, the ha- they still have... CGI! Yeah, they still haven't aged well. This, um, I, it, I think that it still holds up. It, the acting's great, the music's great, mm-hmm. the, uh... Buffalo Bill's great. Yeah. Extra the, bonus points for Buffalo Bill. The effects are great, <clears throat> and j- I like what it adds to the original because like i said before i feel like the ending was kind of rushed in the original where this you see that kind of revenge sweet sweet revenge yeah so um i'm i'm gonna give it an eight and that would give it an average of a seven five because yeah it's right in the middle i was right you were wrong (laughs) good job erica welcome but my eyes you're always right see that dylan sorry bud it's me not you yeah i'm never right so all right. I'm feeling really sleepy. I got this. Okay. So, uh, next for three hours. <laughs> next Last for- house on the left. I hate you so much. Please don't cut that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we're going to talk about Last House on the Left. It came out in 2009. It was directed by Dennis Iliadis. Again, oh, here we go with the fucking names. Bad of names. Um, <laughs> it was written by Adam Aleka and Carl Ellsworth. Those aren't right either, um, I don't think. The budget was given the budget was fifteen million, which is the same that um, the Hills Have Eyes had. Uh, it only made forty five point two, which is still That's still good. It tripled, I mean, yeah, it, it tripled, it tripled it. but it didn't make as much as I think um, this is better than the Hills Have Eyes, so it bums me out. Um The movie so to go a little bit into it, it was produced again by Wes Craven. He had part in making it. And it was also produced by Sean S. Cunningham, who made Friday the 13th. Um, the original one? Yes. They worked on it together, and the reason that Wes Craven wanted to remake it was because of money. But it wasn't that he wanted money. It's that this was his first film that he made. 
So there was a lot of things that he wanted to do with it that, that he, he didn't could. have the budget for. So it was a time. budgetary thing. Like, yeah. he wanted to remake it now, now that so he had the money has, to yeah. do what he had envisioned in the first place. Which is See, I can get behind that, though. Like, I think that's a really good reason to remake something. Yeah. Not like we're doing today where we're like, you know what? That was a fantastic movie. Let's fuck it up. Well, I think you <laughs> can see it, too, because Last House on the Left, it's not like it was this big blockbuster movie that no. everyone was like, oh, I'd pay so much money for a remake of it. Like... It's one of those, like, if you really like horror movies, you've watched it. But yeah. I couldn't talk to a casual, like, horror Somebody movie. Somebody just like, like, yeah. Yeah, a person who casually watches horror and be like, oh, have you seen Last House on the Left? Because they'd probably The be Freddy like, fans of the world yeah. would probably not have seen For me, movie with this movie, like... <sighs> so it was kind of like Hills Have Eyes. I've seen the... I saw the remake before I saw the original. Um... And I think that, like, there are definitely things in the in the remake that I like better than the original. But I think for me personally, they they land pretty close together as yeah. far as like the original. Of this is a lot better than the original Hills of Eyes. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And then I like this one better than the remake of Hills Have Eyes too. Like this one. So if you were ranking them basically like lowest to highest, original Hills Have Eyes. Hills Have Eyes. Was, then Hills Have Eyes? Or do you think that the remake of Hills Have Eyes is better than the original? Mm, Last no, I, yeah, I would do the two Hills Have Eyes movies and then I would do the original. These two. No, I, I don't know where I would, where, which way I would go with the original um, Last House on the Left versus the remake because they're I both really, think, really they're, I think they're really even. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, really well, we'll, we'll talk about it because there, there is things that this did better and there's things that the original did better. Yeah, so. and there's also like they changed they, they changed it. Yeah. Um, the movie was originally going to be a direct to DVD release, I'm but glad they it showed wasn't. they showed test audiences and it did so well that they released it. Released it. Um, it got mixed reviews. A lot of people were kind of shocked by the rape scenes which is kind I of, definitely understand because watching yeah. it it's I don't want to say it's necessary I don't know how to explain it because like it's like when you think of a graphic scene you think you like you see everything mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily like that it's just like very emotion like there's so much emotion in that scene well I think the thing too is the acting was fantastic, fantastic. and yeah. it's really weird because we were huge yeah, Raising okay. Hope fans <laughs> so. and the father from Raising Hope is Bert, and he's so funny and like weird and like he's like doofy dad. He's and dumb. He, yeah, yeah, he's like he's like ha ha ha, you know. Like, well, that's uh, what, okay. So going into <laughs> this, I because this was my first time watching it. Um, I had oh yeah, that's right. It yeah. fucked so it up has, the ending. Has a really hard <laughs> no, I was we were no, texting. I knew, I knew oh, okay. Thing, yeah, <laughs> I, I but, told him the fucking part of it. And no, I was somebody. Like, t- I think either. I think Rich he said or, it was Rich. Yeah, it was either him or CD. Damn you, Rich. I Sorry, think I had was, to yell that so that you can hear it in New York. Um, they told me the microwave scene, so I knew that. But it's funny because it, I didn't realize it was the very end. So it shows them like leaving on the boat, and I was like, "Where the fuck's the microwave scene?" And I explained <laughs> it to Sierra. I was like, "There's supposed to be a microwave scene." And I explained the whole scene to her, and then it happened. And I was oh. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, going into this though, um, like Sierra said, Greg Dillahunt, who played Krug in this, um. He, I've always seen him as like a really doofy actor. He played. And he's a, comedic. He's he's like he's like lighthearted. Like yeah, you, you'd want to be his friend. He's yeah. like n- a nice guy, sweet neighbor. Kind of like, kind like of simple. Guy. Yeah, yeah, very like and simple, nice dude. He, I think this really showed his acting range. Oh yeah, for sure. It makes did, you like you don't. 
we we were laughing. We we're like, oh, it's Bert from Raising Hope. It's gonna be really good. Yeah. Well, I'm not even that. And he though. like instantly like you don't see Bert from Raising like yeah. you don't see that you character. See that, yeah. You see you see Krug. Not even that though, but like I get like. Aaron Paul, who played Jesse in Breaking Bad. Yeah, but he did say bitch. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um, but, like, going in with that, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to see them as these characters. And it's not the case yeah. at all. I, I like think movies really, that do that, though. Or, like, really actors showed, who do. Yeah, it really showed their range. Um, so, the important thing for the director of this remake and Wes Craven when he made the original and working on this is uh, this was at a time where, like, Saul was big and hostile. They didn't want the movie to be viewed as torture porn. They wanted it to be seen as how much a normal family could be pushed to do, like, the most, evil, the most evil things that you can think of. Because these people were just normal people. They were um, a loving family who had lost their son. Yeah. Ooh, um, my K-O-K-L-A light came on. So I think that they did a good job with that because... You know, I, I, I don't look at this as torture porn. No, not um, at all. No, the early, scene is very uncomfortable. They went through a hundred different choices for, or more, about a hundred choices for directors before they settled with the guy that they took. Um, he let out a film called Hardcore, which Wes Craven and the studios were a big fan of. I haven't seen it, but um, I guess it's like the vision that they were looking for for this movie. So they went with him. Um, early scripts took place in Northern California, and there was a third act that had a supernatural element to it. And I'm glad they did They dropped that, yeah. Um, Where did it actually take place again? Like upstate New York. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was upstate New York. Um, I'm Googling it because I thought it was a different state. uh, One of the changes that they made for the remake was they kept Mary alive. And I thought it was a good choice. And Sierra, I know that you said the same thing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, the reason that they wanted to do that was because they said it added more tension to the end of it because they had to not only keep her hidden, but it added like a kind of. I think the way they phrased it was like a ticking clock because she was injured and they had to like get had to hurry up. Yeah. So it really added to the the suspense in that aspect of it. This movie definitely did a fucking bang up job with the anxiety. I think that it, I think that the whole Mary thing has a lot to play into that. And I think that that's why this one, in my opinion, has more of that, like that anxiety buildup to it than the original did. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with the original, not having that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, we've discussed that. That's something I really enjoy in movies when they like really get you like, they're giving you a fucking hopeless feeling and they're giving you this uncomfortable feeling of like, oh my God, are they going to make it? Is this going to happen? What's going to happen? And it almost makes you feel like you're a part of the film. And I think that that, I think that really shows how well a movie is directed or how well it's written. And it, it, I think that it's something that it really shows how strong a film can be when it gives you those emotions. So I liked that aspect of it as far as as far as um, it differing from the original. And I, I was talking to Kyle about it last night and I was like, this fucking movie could literally give me an anxiety attack. Yeah. Like, there's there's a few movies, we've discussed some of them, but there's a few movies that do that, like where they literally just make me feel like I'm about to just have to go in and take some fucking medicine because I just can't do it anymore. And uh, this one, um, 
There was another one that I said was like really I, the fucking Blair Witch Project does it to me every time. <laughs> it still fucks with me. I'm like Jesus Christ. But I think that that's just like the ca- they, the way that the camera is like bouncing around and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I just I I saw this movie first before I had seen the original, and this movie was like it reminded me a lot of um, I Spit on Your Grave, mm-hmm. which. I had seen the original of that, and then I saw the remake of it. That's one I, like, won't watch. <laughs> it's... The, the remake is fantastic. Yeah. It is very, very graphic, though. It is extremely graphic. Like, the rape scene mm-hmm. in that, it... I can't watch movies with rape scenes. Yeah, I know it's that. Um, like, this, this was really hard... And I think you watched, like, a second of it. I'm pretty sure you ended up fast-forwarding. Because when we originally <laughs> discussed covering the original, you were really like, I don't know if I want to, because I think I had brought it up. You were like, we want to do, like, an episode. What do you think? And I was like, well, what about um, Last House on the Left? And you were like, I really want to cover that. I don't think I can cover that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And you're like, no, like, it's one that I, I wanted. Because, like, when going back to, like, earlier episodes and stuff, when we do our schedule and stuff... Um, we all try to come together and discuss, like, what would be good episodes that we would like to put out and, like, like what's something, yeah, like, we try to, like, we stuff. try to come up with stuff so that all of us are involved and picking things that all of us want to see and all of us want to cover because it makes for better dialogue when we're talking like this. Um, and I, of course, like I said, I had seen the original, or I had seen the remake and it, I loved it and it's, it is a very hard watch, but I think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. So, uh, when we were picking episodes, that was one that I had brought up and D- Dylan was like, yeah, I, I've been wanting to do it. And then like three seconds later, he was like, yeah, I don't think I can. <laughs> and we were like, what? And he's like, I can't do, I can't do rave. I I'm like, uh, I understand that. Yeah. That. Like I totally get that. Um, if, for anybody who hasn't seen I Spit on Your Grave, either the original or the remake, I love the remake. I think it is fucking just, like, it is a really hard watch, especially if, like, Dylan, you're uncomfortable with watching. I mean, anybody's going to be uncomfortable watching that. Yeah. But, um... I mean, I know, is, I know that the, the It's whole a lot reason, more graphic, though. Yeah, I know. That's kind of why I It is watch so it. fucking graphic. I, I know that that's... I know that the whole reason... Because I've had this conversation with other people before, and they're like, well, that's the whole point of... Go get a drink. That's they're like, oh well, that's the whole. Are you trying to guilt him into going to get you one? No, I swear. Um, they're like, oh, that's the whole reason for the rape scene is to make you like hate these people, and it's like, I understand that, but yeah, it doesn't make it easier. It doesn't make it easier to watch. It's not and. Um, Angel from that strange show. I've talked. I talked to him a little bit about it, and he's like, "If there's a rape scene and it doesn't add to the plot of the movie, get it the fuck out of here." No, this, it's uncalled for. Exactly. This is necessary for this plot of this movie. I, I understand that, but it doesn't make it any easier to, to watch, sit through. No. Especially like I said, where this this scene was a lot more graphic than the original. Um, and the original was the one that we were talking about, and you were like, "I don't think I can yeah. do it." And um, Sarah Paxton, who played. Uh, Mary in this, she had said that it took them 17 hours to film that scene because of like how uncomfortable everybody yeah. was with it. Um, that's got to be really hard to film, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's got to be especially like. Okay. And this is like I, a, I think it has to be really really difficult for the actor playing the rapist. Yeah, yeah. I honestly I because like morally you have to. Go, there's got to be like a thought process where you're like, 
what am yeah. should I like why am I playing this character like what mm. am I thinking or like I think any human being like when you're trying to do something like that regardless of acting I'm sure at some point when somebody's telling you stop you're in your head you're like okay is this acting or am I really hurting her or like yeah. you know like am I like am I holding her too tight or like what am I doing yeah, and like right. I think that that's really got to fuck with somebody mentally for at least a little bit when we uh Whenever we like, whenever we watch movies, really, I I post on Facebook like I'll yeah. be like watching this movie, and um, there's a girl that I work with, uh, who I'll talk about horror movies with all the yeah. time, but she's friends with me on Facebook, and she came in the one day and she's like, yeah, I ended up staying up really late. She's like, I saw you posted you watched the Last House on the Left remake, so I decided to check it out. And I like instantly was like, I'm really sorry. Like I, I felt the need, <laughs> I felt the need to apologize. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm so uh... sorry. And she kind of looked at me like I was crazy. And she's like, Yeah, I thought it was a little better than the original. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay, thank God. Yeah, like you'd seen the original. Yeah. You don't you're think I'm avid, a fucking creep? But, you're uh, an avid fan. I, I told her I was like, Yeah, it was, it was really hard to get through, but um, it was cool though because I got that. Like I, I, I try not to talk to you guys about the movies before we record. So, so it yeah, was really we, I nice think to have her be like, you, oh, I saw this. So then I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, so like, something. obviously, like, Dylan has somebody he talks to because, like, so our rule of thumb is that, like, um, we watch the movies. Uh, sometimes we watch them together. Sometimes we don't. Uh, as of late, like, Dylan and Sierra, obviously, they watch them together. But um, my work schedule is, like, all over the place. I'd so love to watch them without him. I tend to watch them by myself. He's too scared. Um, so... I watch them by myself. So we, it's been a rule since the beginning is we don't talk to each other about them other than just simply asking, hey, did you watch it yet? Or, hey, I know you watched this already, but we're going to cut it out of the schedule, which Dylan likes to do too. Um, <laughs> or to add ones that you don't know about. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Hey, we're going to cover these three movies and then you get here and he's like, hey, did you watch the fourth one? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Um, I get those a lot, so we've been I'm all usually over the place, yeah. Lately. We've been all over all of us. We just have like crazy busy lives, and together we me. have crazy busy lives together. Um, so we're usually on the go a lot, but um, so we try not to talk to each other about it. So I was actually just telling Dylan earlier that um, because I don't talk to them sometimes to kind of get my thoughts in a process, I like to like run through it with my husband, who doesn't always get to watch movies with me, and I think he just listens because he knows better, but um. <laughs> Yeah, huh? But He's Dylan, obviously, like, Dylan has somebody he can talk to. So who's your person, Sarah? Do you have somebody that you chit-chat with about these I things? Tr- okay, so I work... Or do you not like to tell people that you do it? No, I, I brag about the show all the time at work. I'm like, I, yeah, I... I pick and choose who I tell. But, like, there's certain people I won't talk to about the show because of what I do um, during the day. <laughs> they don't want them hearing that sailor mouth at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I have to watch my mouth a lot when I work and... Um, um, I have some coworkers that are like, they know that Pretty I do the horror. Um, I do the horror podcast, and like randomly they'll be like, "Hey, I used to watch a show when I was a kid. Have you ever seen it?" I'll be like, "Nah, man, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about." Or sometimes I do know, and like, but I don't really have anybody that's like an avid horror fan at work, or and I don't have any friends except Erica. And, we're not allowed to talk. To We're not allowed to talk to each other about it. <laughs> so, so I really like, don't have a lot of people. Like sometimes I'll like make my my coworkers that could give a fuck less about it, and I'll be like, Kyle makes it interesting. So Kyle Sierra's brother, um, I'm sure some of you know that, but he makes it interesting because um, he he's like the fucking critic of critic. He's like Siskel and Ebert on crack. The only movie and, I've ever heard him say <laughs> was that was decent. a good movie was 
the Silence of the Lambs. He'll, yeah, go, on, <laughs> he'll go on with like, Sons. oh yeah, he loves Rocky yeah. Horror. He'll go on like, Silence of the Lambs is the best movie. Anytime I tell him about a horror movie, he's like, but was it as good That's as Silence when. of the Lambs? Silence of the Lambs, I went to work and I brought it up and like four of my employees ended up watching it that week because they had, they'd seen it before. And Silence of the Lambs is kind of like a different genre. It's not straight Yeah, it's not. Crime. And they watched it and th- I have not heard one bad thing about that. Like everybody's like, that movie is so, so good. good. Yeah. You know, it's like... No, Kyle, like, me and him will bicker back and forth, which is nice, because usually I have... We all... Every once in a while, Sarah will get fired up about shit, but usually me and Dylan are on the same page about... Like, we have very similar... Much more mellow being pregnant. (laughs) Which is shocking. I was really... I was worried about you, like... Yeah, like, ah, fuck your opinions! I was waiting... No, I was waiting for every episode to be Blair Witch all over again. (laughs) Divorce court. Um... That was Dylan and that. Yeah, so I mean, like, we have, like, we usually have, like, really similar, like, views, me and Dylan do, so it's, Kyle will be like, you're fucking wrong, like, that's stupid, (laughs) you're wrong, I can't believe you said that, or I can't believe you'd give it that high of a rating, like. I'm gonna start a Supernatural podcast with Kyle. I, I read, you guys would have fun doing that. Yeah, I feel but like. Dylan there are there are some know. movies that I'm not gonna lie to you. There are some movies that like Sierra and I will watch it, and I'll be like, "What's your rating?" And she's like, "I can't tell you till the show." And I'm like, "No, just tell me what it is. <laughs> what is this?" But um, well, there have been times too when I've texted you after watching something. I'm like, "What the fuck is this garbage?" <laughs> well, you know what, though, I feel like too is like a lot of times Dylan. Dylan every time we watch a movie, Dylan's like, "What's your rating?" I'm like, "I don't know yet," because it's like something where um, I don't come thing. up with my rating until we start discussing it. Because, like, I'll watch a movie, and if I don't like it, I'll be like, oh, it's going to be two. But after, like, hearing, like, the, the, the process of making pre- it, yeah, it, thinking about, like, the, the effects that they used, how, you know, what they went through to film it, you know, there are things that change your mind. Or maybe there's something I miss that somebody else caught that changes it a little bit more for me. And then sometimes they come in with a really high rating, and then you find out that the director is Victor Salva. <laughs> You know, so it just depends. Like when we have conversations, it's, yeah. Um, you know, it changes it. So, um, I guess we'll talk about the movie a little bit. So, it, I, I think it starts out, and it it throws right in your face right away that you're gonna be watching a very dark movie with um, them killing the cops, mm-hmm. and like he puts the cops' kids' pictures there, and he's like, "Oh, you're never gonna see them again," and kills them. Like, you're like, okay. This is going to be pretty <laughs> fucking dark. Um, one thing that I will say, the remake did very differently from the original. Is uh, in the original, I feel like they they tortured and messed with the girls a lot more than in this one. And this one, I feel like they just killed them, raped them. That was it. The original, like, um, doesn't he, like, cut the one's arm off and they're, like, fucking with the arm and, like, they chase them for a while. I don't remember. I, I know that, I off. know that, and, again, in the original. I feel like the one girl gets away a lot and runs away. Yeah, and this they just like stab a, her. And several she, yeah. times. She gets away once. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like they, they got more to the point. And this, it was just okay. This is. I think happen. that they wanted to focus more so on the revenge aspect. Yeah, of it. which you see because in the original, when we watched the original, my biggest complaint with it, or yeah, one of my biggest complaints when we watched the original, um, and it was really my only complaint was when the parents found out there was only like twenty minutes left of the movie, 
and I would have wanted to see more of the revenge aspect, where in this, they find out, and there's still an hour left of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the other complaints that I had when we watched the original was while these girls are being, like, tortured in the woods, it kept going to, like, the slapstick, like, cops not knowing what they're doing. Yeah, and it kind of took away from the seriousness of it. It took away from the seriousness, but watching the remake... I understand more why it was there because of how hard it was to watch. Yeah, and I think that for the time they needed to to relieve some of the tension because Mm -hmm. I think at the time, I don't think that um, rape scenes in a movie are ever handled easily, but I think that it was something that at that point in time they needed something to bring it down so that it wasn't so dark Yeah, because that's very taboo for the time. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, had they thrown something like that in in this... It would have ruined it. It would, Yeah, it wouldn't have fit, because the tone in this was a lot different than the original. It was a lot darker. Yeah. Um, Which, the, dar- the original was really dark, too. Yeah. But what's interesting about the original is they have these, like, slapstick moments with the cops in between the, the whole, like, rape and torture, but it's done in a way where... It's there, it's comedic, it's very strange, and it kind of, it lightens the mood a little bit, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense, but at the same time, it darkens the mood, because you have these cops that don't know what the fuck they're doing. When they could be saving these girls. Yeah, and you're like, okay, these girls obviously aren't going to be saved. Uh Um, So I, 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 I can see why they added those parts in, in the original after watching this. Mm -hmm. Um. One thing that I'll say about this movie, while the original I wanted to see more after the parents found out, I feel like once the parents found out in this, it was very like, oh, well, we're just like, we'll shoot them. And we compared, I know we made a lot of like Home Alone references when we watched the original because like the dad puts the the water on the carpet and puts the electric wire under it so that he like sets the trap for the one guy. Like you don't get those kind of kills. Which I think is, though, I think for the the time being, I think that that wouldn't be taken seriously now. Like, at that point in time, it was entertaining, I guess. But now, I think that if they did the same thing, it would have been taken as, like, oh, this is cheesy. Which I think is really important because, like, people love their cheesy horror movies, but when cheesy horror movies come out in 2009, guess what? People don't like them. They like them in the 80s and in the 90s. <laughs> like, to really think about it, like, if you've seen a modern cheesy movie, it does. it's not going over well. Yeah. So, yeah, those are really my, like, I, I prefer the way the original <clears throat> approached the whole, like, them messing with the girls because they like they really fucked with it them. was more of a them fucking with them than just a straight like rape scene like here's a rape scene that's yeah it. and just cut it and dry it. yeah and it i feel like it added more to like how fucked up they were in the original i disagree i think that taking out all the torture and 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 having a a rape scene that was so emotional and and intensified i think that that made it i think it it showed how fucked up they were that they did not care. And um, when he when when the rape scene was happening, they watched and yeah. laughed. Like, 
I think that's way more fucked up than them, you know, torturing the girls and fucking with them. I think that that was a lot more successful in making the viewers hate these people, which I think was the whole point, Mm -hmm. was to make you hate these people and be rooting to the point where you would root for their deaths. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, and I think that's what this whole movie wants to show is that there is a breaking point for people from where they go from rational, we'll call the cops, the cops will deal with this, to, oh no, I'm murdering these motherfuckers. Yeah. That's a huge difference. That's yeah, like taking leap. it into your own hands. Which, like, it, it, ex- exactly, because if something like this happened to someone, their reaction is unlikely to be torturing these people when they find them. Yeah. And murdering them in a microwave. <laughs> uh, more than likely they'd call the police. Which I know that they were unable to. They didn't have a car. Whatever. And I think that that pushed them to that point too. We have these people here. We don't want them to get away. We have to do something because we don't have a choice. You know, I think everything was... Um, well, I don't was, know though. It was they planned were... so perfectly and importantly. I, I think it was less of that in this movie because in this... It wasn't so much, like, at first they didn't even care to go and kill these people. They were looking for the boat keys so they could get out of there. Mm -hmm. But it came to that because they had to go to the guest house to find the boat keys. Uh, The killers were staying in the guest house. And that's where the whole fight broke out. No, the first one was Jesse Pinkman came into the house and the mother killed him. Or tried to kill him and the father shoved his arm down the garbage disposal. That was the first kill. So, but... That they found out right before he walked in the house. Mom found out because mm-hmm. okay, so but the dad was looking for the boat keys at that time. With this group, I wanna we didn't really go into this character so much. Um, the the main the main bad guy is um, Krug. Krug, his son Justin. I thought it was Dylan. It's Justin. I could have sworn it was Dylan because mm-hmm. I kept making jokes <clears throat> at you. No. Whatever. He um. He's the reason why the girls were in this situation, and it wasn't that he was on board with what his family was doing. It seems like he was very much against it, but he got the girls to come back to the motel to hang out with him, knowing what his what family was does. Happen. And his family came back earlier than he had thought, and that's what causes this whole chain of events. Um, when after they had killed the girls, or you think they had killed both of the girls. They go and they find the first house they go to. Well, what they don't know is the reason Mary brought them the way that they did was because that's where she lived. Mm-hmm. And the first house they found was her house. And they end up staying in the parents' house for the night. Well, the son found her picture and realized that it was her home. And he had her necklace that she was wearing that was from her brother before he died. So he left it on the counter for the mother to find. He purposely set out hints for the, the mother to, to be able to figure it out. And then he stole his father's gun and waited in their room watching them. Almost as if he was protecting the family, in a way. Until the parents got there and he instantly handed over the gun so they knew he wasn't a threat. So there is a character in this movie that is really important. He didn't have a lot of lines. He wasn't a main character. But he was an important aspect of the film for those reasons. But he's also a scumbag, too, because he sat there and yeah, let the girls... Yeah, he let it happen. You know, he let everything happen, and he knew it was going to happen when he brought those girls back to their, their room. 
Um, so it's, it's hard. I, I almost think that his, that was his way of trying to make up for what he did is handing over the gun and handing over that stuff. And I don't think that he wanted to be caught up anymore in the life that he was caught up in. So uh, I did want to bring up that character because we haven't yet. Mm-hmm. And he was different. Where in the original, they did have uh, that character to kind an of. extent to where you think that she's going to convince him to help her he out. Was, in, that, in both movies, this character was very weak. Um, in that movie, and he was a coward. It's Krug's son uh, in both movies, I think. Um, I think in the original, they had... It's been like a year since we watched it. I think he had a drug problem too. Yeah, he did. And they were like stringing him on with this drug problem. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, if you keep quiet, we'll give you this. Like, if you... Yeah, which he didn't go the full extent to do anything to help. I think he ended up being killed, actually. I'm pretty sure he died. In the original, he did, yeah. Yeah. In this one, he went that mile to show the family, like, I'm not on their side. I don't agree with what they're doing. I'm so like it was like almost like I'm sorry for what they did and I'm sorry I didn't stop them but let me help you now. And they decided to keep him alive. He he leaves with them at the end of the movie. Yeah. Which I think was kind of a weird choice, but I yeah, mean, yeah, I do think it's gonna... weird too because I think that regardless of what he did to allow them to get away safely, I think that this boy still sat aside while your daughter was raped. Yeah, and but I mean, he he went to stop them, and like um, Francis, who's Aaron Paul's character, was like, "No, don't, yeah, even, like, don't, don't even think don't about even it. Think about yeah. it." Yeah, but he still knew what they did, and brought the girls there. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Well, like, like, he the set them up, just, but like, I wonder how much of it was he didn't like. He, he didn't, didn't realize. No, he, he didn't. That, say, well, he said he didn't. He, they weren't supposed to be home that day. Yeah. Yeah, or like. Even then, like, what if he didn't realize that he was going to get attached to them or something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, is that... Doesn't make well, it... I mean, it doesn't make it better. I don't think The thing, too, is when, they, when he brought them there, they were just supposed to go buy a pot and leave. And it was her friend Paige that was just like, oh, let's hang out. Oh, let's give... Oh, here, smoke this. Here, let's, like... Well, yeah, well, that's the thing, is that I don't think it was a thing with being attached or not. He was trying to get away with taking things from the store in exchange for giving them weed. Yeah. And I think that he liked being around normal people, or mm-hmm. normal people his age. And I think that he was being selfish and stupid. Yeah. But he is an important character in the movie, so yeah. You know, I thought I'd bring him up. But, Fuck yeah. Krug. No, his girlfriend, I can't stand either. Sadie. Her and her boobs always out. Her, or lack thereof. Boom, got him. Um, <laughs> she got shot in the head. It's yeah. just like, I guess, I think that her character is slightly more like, for me anyway, like you kind of detest her a little bit more because it's like, as a female, you like, you feel like she would be somebody who would be she like was, protecting. Okay. First off. Or protective or like. I love when, just I like, when Mary burned her with the cigarette thing. She's like, this has got a fucking scar. <laughs> well, it's the thing that really makes you angry with that character is, um, She's she's dating Krug. Mm-hmm. She's Krug's girlfriend. So she's totally cool with him doing whatever with whomever. And she 
literally she helps him rape her. He she pulls her pants off. She pulls her underwear down. Like she literally she was assisting. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, like I feel like that's why to me, like yes. At some point, you think whether she was a murderer, a killer, whatever. You think at some point she'd say this is going too far. Mm -hmm. This is where I draw the line, but she doesn't. She's just as sick as him and Jesse Pinkman. Sorry, Jesse Pinkman. Are you making fun of me? No. Yo, that's a new conspiracy theory I can get down with. It says, what if Bob Ross is a serial killer and his paintings are the locations where he hid his bodies? Happy little trees. That's fucked up because his wife died and he's a real hot, had a real hard time with that. I thought she said he was real hot, and I was like, "What part did you like?" <laughs> the, it was the, the fro. fro. The fro, right? I got to think for froes. But I, I don't know. People are gonna be looking to see if Dylan's got a fucking fro now. <laughs> you guys wanna rate? Yeah, let's rate these. Movie. Sierra. I like this one more than The Hills Have Eyes. I thought. That everything added and changed from the original was necessary, and I think it made for a better plot. Um, I liked that they didn't find out. I liked how the parents, which we didn't talk about either, so I'm going to throw this in here really quick. I liked how the parents found out from Mary turning up on the porch. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought that was like so, it like added so much, and I thought it was really good for her father's character development because he was a doctor. And uh, he's, like, treating her wounds, and then he realizes how far they went um, in terms of hurting her and raping her. Like, you could see it click, like, they fu- like what they did, you know? And it was, like, around the same moment when the mom found the locket. So it was, like, it was like he found out they raped her, and she found the locket, and it was, like, oh, these motherfuckers, you know? Um, it it really changed the whole dynamic of what could have happened or what they may have done prior to knowing that information um, about what they did. Like, I think that if Mary didn't show up and they found out that she was missing and they had done something, it might not have been the torture or the revenge that they had. No, because I think at that point it would have been more of them, like, trying to find her. Like, where is she? You know what I mean? So, like, let's call the cops. Let's get the cops here. Get a search party going. Whereas, like, she showed up. They have her. They know she's safe. And now it's like, okay, well, fuck you guys. And... Yeah. See, to me, they didn't have the the torture and fucking with them. I'm not saying the torture and fucking with them. What I'm saying is, is that... It's like you see a light switch go off and they're like, it went from, we're going to find out who did this to, we know who did who this. Who did this, And yeah. they're dead. That's the thing, though, is that's not how they were. They killed them because they had to because they were trying to find the boat keys. Where in the original, they were just like, no, like they set traps and they went out of yeah, their way to kill Yeah, but you're saying that people. at the same time, they killed Jesse Pinkman's character. I don't fucking remember his name. Francis. Not having anything to do with that. Mom found out what had happened, and she literally was like, hey, come get a drink, and smashed a bottle over his head because she was angry of what they did to her daughter. I don't know. I, so you're disagreeing, I think, but here, you're not here's necessarily the thing. right I think either. had they found the boat keys in the house when Mary showed up there and they knew that they were the killers, they probably would have just left on the boat and left them there in the guest house. Anyway, I think that this movie... Yeah, but the whole fucking... The whole revenge scene that's in the original, like I said earlier, would be cheesy now. What they did made sense. 
for a true scary horror movie, yeah, it I see what was what should have been done for this time. If they went the whole route of like, let's set up Home Alone traps, it would have been taken in a, oh, you just took a really creepy movie and made it silly. That's the whole thing. Is that yeah, I, I can see that. That this movie, and I think it was fine for the original at that time. I don't think it that that biting off the guy's dick took away from anything, but I think that that would be taken very differently now. Um, Unless like, the movie was shot in three, and then and this it was movie, spit out. this movie did <laughs> did go back and pay homage to that funny Home Alone style murdering with the microwave scene at the very end. Yeah. Without being overkill. Without being overkill, like it kind of gave you like a little bit of like um, comic relief at the end. Like although it was still like they were torturing him, killing him, and getting their revenge, it still gave you that relief because it was a quirky, weird way of doing it. Yeah. Um, I'd give this movie easily an eight five. It was really good. It was super scary. It made you feel emotions you may not want to feel, especially if you're Dylan. he really has a hard time with movies like this. I think everybody does. I think if if you don't, if you watch a movie with with rape in it and it doesn't kind of disgust you and terrify you, I think that there's probably something not connecting right in your brain. Yeah, something's not firing um, off upstairs. But I think that they did a phenomenal job. Again, I'm not the biggest Wes Craven fan, so usually his remakes I'm kind of impressed with because usually his movies I'm not. So you think he's an idea guy? Yeah, I think he's a, a story guy. I think he's a great idea. I think it's his... Um, execution. Ex- execution. Yeah. That is not so great, but I do agree with Dylan that the Nightmare on Elm Street remake was worse than the original, which is bad because you all know how I feel about Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Don't throw your eyes at me, asshole. Asshole. <laughs> Erica. I'm going to come in with an 8.5 on this also. Actually, I'm going to give it an 8.7. A little bit higher than Sarah. 8.6.7.5. I think it was fantastic. It's, it's yeah. one of my, well, it's one of my, one of my higher rated, like, faves up there. I like it a lot. Um, and I personally think it's better than the original. Um, I think it definitely goes where it needed to as far as horror goes. Um, like Sarah said, I feel like had they kind of mimicked uh, the original similar to the way that they did it when they remade Hills Have Eyes. I think that it would have been more of, would have been more comical. I don't think it would have been taken as seriously. And I feel like this is such a great story that it like, it needs to be seriously done. It's not something that you can like kind of half-ass because it is kind of like a delicate subject. So um, I I think that it was well executed. Um, I don't think that I don't think that it it took away, like, I think that it took away exactly what it needed to from the original to make it a solid movie without being a completely different movie. Um, It was such a, it's a darker movie to me, too. And I thought the original was a really fucking dark movie, Uh, especially for its time. It's got a lot of really dark tones to it. So, um, and usually remakes are kind of like, because they modernize them so much, they kind of lose that that dark, grungy feel that you get from from the originals. Plus, a lot of the topics are not as taboo, taboo as yeah, they once were. Once were. But um, with this, this one, I think rapes has still stayed very like. Yeah, mm. I don't think that's going to change at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's very um, rare that you go because this movie was released in theaters, and I can't really recall any movie that I went and saw in theaters that had like 
a rape graphic scene, let alone rape scene. this graphic of a rape scene. I'm trying yeah. to think back. I don't think I've seen nope, one. Nope, I did see a girl pull a gun out of her twat. Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. You know, that that good old <laughs> Texas concealed carry. <laughs> the, vagina, the vagina gun. Ma'am, where's your holster? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I keep it on um, always. I think, yeah. I, uh. <laughs> just that's gonna that be up. hard. Just take I'm that just, out. No, I'm thinking about, like, okay, so, like, you have a concealed carry weapon for a reason. And I'm picturing, like, some fucking hillbilly, like, getting her purse stolen. And she's just like, let me get it out, Makuta. Like, up there, like, trying to grab it and shoot somebody. I feel it's, like I would, like, just. Try yeah. and stuff it in the broth. Well, yeah, like, but I, I even feel like if you're trying to pull that out, you're going to shoot your fucking titty off. There's a no, reason there's a why safety. you have a fucking... Have you seen Not on those pistols, girlfriend. Eight Mile. Cheddar Bob shot his dick shot off. Shot his dick off. No, it was his leg. They clarify that, Dylan. Most... Like, I just shot my brothers the other day, and his guy doesn't his dick? Have, no, will you idiot. <laughs> Maybe one um, day. Uh, it doesn't have a safety on it. Marshall needs a gun with a safety on most, it. Most handguns don't. I'm going to talk to Marshall about All right. that. You're reading. <laughs> Are you giving Told you it? Eight, eight, seven. seven. It's solid. Okay. No more dick talk. Goddamn. Um, I think we've been very good this episode. That's because Dylan cut out the nipple action in the beginning because he nip, was nip, mad nip, at us. Nip, 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 nips. Um, Nippelodeon. I think this is one where I can see why they made the changes they made for this. But I still think I prefer the original over this one. I really? Think yeah. It's probably because the rape scene was less graphic. I don't even think it's that. It's just like that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Even we think made it's your that. mind up for you. Right? He likes he likes Home Alone a lot, so he likes. Yeah, oh, that's I probably it. Too. Um, you do don't even lie. You made me stay up until two in the morning like three weeks ago. Watch it. It's not even fucking. <laughs> Did Christmas. you really? It's not no, even Sarah, fucking Christmas. You didn't stay up till two in the morning watching it. No, you I stayed up till two in the morning watching Lost in New York because we finished the first one and had to watch the second one. This motherfucker made me watch two Home Alone movies in You're lucky to make you watch the third. Nah, we don't talk about that one. Macaulay left. We do love Macaulay Culkin, guys. Um, Shout out to Bunny Ears podcast. But I, I, I prefer the original. I don't I don't know. I, I feel like all of the complaints that I had with the original weren't present like they were fixed in this one but it kind of for those reasons took away so i kind of feel because like, now you don't have anything to bitch about <laughs> no i i kind of feel like a hypocrite because of it but it like it makes me see why they made the choices they made in the original one um be honest it's because you love Bert and jesse pinkman so much it was horrible to see them as rapists that too no, but like, how badass was it in the original one where the dad comes up the fucking stairs with the chainsaw? And in this, you just have like, oh, shot him in the head. Oh, shot him in the head. Do you think my dad would go after them with the chainsaw? I think he'd choose a weed whacker. That's I think he'd use his bare fucking hands. My dad's, my dad's a beast. Um, I think headshot first, then the chainsaw. So, so that being said, I, I, I gave the original a nine. When we rated it, I remember because I rated it really high, and it was one where I wasn't expecting to give it a high rating. Um, I also you like the curly haired boy. I also prefer the original 
Or no, not the original. I prefer the remake of Hills Have Eyes over this remake. So I don't want to rate. Wait, so you like the Hills Have Eyes remake better? Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I don't think it's a bad remake, but like. Yeah, I don't think it's just Did we watch the same one. movies? Yes. Because that one wasn't scary. Who are you? This one What was have you scary. done with Dylan? I'm gonna give this movie. Are you a lizard people now? No. Look in my we eyes. We know. We know. We know why it is though. We know. We know why it's rated. I'm gonna lower. give it a seven. Poor shit. It's still a high rating. Seven's still good. Yeah, I gave the last movie seven because it sucked. It didn't suck. It just gives it an eight point one as an average. I feel like it should have gotten a higher rating than The Hills Have Eyes. So I'm gonna say this is not fair, and it's Dylan's fault. It did get a higher rating. Hills Have Eyes got seven five. This got an eight one. Oh yeah, it did. Okay, never mind. I take that back. <laughs> Dylan's not so a you guys still won in the end, okay? But in the end, okay, Sierra. Matter. <laughs> Rip in peace, Chesterman. It, it's been a year. Everybody's posting about him again. We um, forgot he died for a year, guys. Apparently. Um, so heartless. that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Horror Haven Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast. On Twitter at Horror Underscore Haven on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud or wherever you listen to your. We promise we're not going anywhere. Yeah, we've been kind of. It's lately. it's weird. Summer's I'm a tired weird all time. The time. Um, Horror movies suck in the summer. Starting next week, we are going to be covering all of the first wave of After Dark's eight films to die for horror fest movies. Um, From '06. We're going to be doing it throughout the month of August. We're going to cover all eight films. Um, Next week, we're starting out with The Hamiltons and Wicked, Wicked Little, Little Things. Wicked Little Things are two faves, so yep. it'll so, just go down from there. That's not true. I like some, You're the only some one. other ones. You're the only one. Not true. Hamiltons is the most solid one. I, I, love, love, yeah. I love the Hamiltons. Um, Which I found out there's a sequel. Tom yeah, Pace. I know. I know. I can't. I don't know if I can do it. Um. Uh, also... Um, if y'all don't know already, in November there is a Suspiria remake coming out, and they do have clips out for it, and I want to know what everybody thinks. They let that out like. Yeah, I know, but we haven't mentioned it, so I want like that's why I want I want to know what people think about it. Can we it. discuss that I'm going? I am going to go I, see the original. See, it's so hard because I'm really amped for Suspiria, but I'm like, but like it's really hard when Freddie Mercury's movie is coming out the same day. It's like I really want to see that. Double feature, boys. No, I'm talking about going to see Suspiria when Goblin plays in Raleigh. Oh. The day before Halloween. Yeah, Dylan told me about that. Like, what, yesterday? Was it yesterday? I think yeah, it was Yeah, Goblin's going on tour, and they're touring the Suspiria soundtrack, and they're going to be playing the it's movie. It's just going to be like, la, 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 la. They're going to be playing, yeah, They're going to the be playing the, the movie in the background while they perform the soundtrack, which I think is really cool. Um, but do you think it's going to overpower the movie's audio? Probably. It'll be hard to hear the... <laughs> it's just gonna be fantastic it doesn't matter <laughs> all right so um tune in next week thank you guys for listening and have a good night good night bye